This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. It's the best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. It's Pat and JT. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And 402-403-9478. Um, thanks to Central. Hold on. Our friend. No. That's a cocktail, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Because it's... <laughs> 7.45 Mountain Time, 8.45 Omaha Time, and you're three knuckles deep and probably your fourth bulldog. Not, not arguing. <laughs> you want to explain yourself? Why we're doing this so late? What? It's, have there ever been... We, I was, I've, you know, we talked about it yesterday. I'm out here with... Uh, Captain Sandy and Leah and recording their podcast in Denver, Colorado, mountain <laughs> time. And I'll get to the whole time zone issue in a second. So um, yes. So their, their podcast, which has been out for like a year and they have like 13 episodes, whatever, changing it from weekly to seasonal, right? So they're going to have four seasons a year, 10 to 12 episodes, whatever, every quarter. Like a little so package of podcasts. And it's so much easier. Like it was a no brainer. Like a couple weeks ago, I'm thinking I'm, you know, I'm, Here's what I think. I should have DM'd a housewife instead of a Bravo blow deck person who's in 19 different time zones. Like if I had just done that, it would have been so much easier. But I've got all these broad these below deckers that are in 19 different time zones and trying to coordinate it, whatever. And it's so difficult. So like, let's just do a season. Let's just I'll come out to your house for two days. We'll record 15 episodes or whatever, and then be done. And I'll see you in July, and mm-hmm. we'll be done. So that's what we're doing. So yeah. So I'm out here and we recorded six episodes yesterday. Seven episodes today, nonstop. It was great. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. Just a yeah. lot. Yeah. It is a lot. And, and especially, and I screwed up a time zone thing. I, I don't know what it is with me with time zones. It's not, and I have my world clock on my phone. So I like, I know where I am and I know where <laughs> my people are. But when I'm trying to cross pollinate different time zones, it just, it, it, it's, I can't, I can't process it. There's got to be an app for that. Mm. There is, but it's like, even the app doesn't, I don't, I don't, yeah, there's an app for that. I don't know what it is about. I don't know what, I don't know. I just can't use the app because everything changes so much because like schedules aren't the same and like their charters longer than one that they thought it would be. So I have to change. It's just a lot. Well, daytime's one place, nighttime, another place. Right. So, and Malia texted me the other day about an interview, whatever. And she's like, yeah, tomorrow's great, but Katie is in uh, New Zealand. I'm in Malaysia and the guest is in Greece. So like we literally have three different, she goes, tomorrow works. I'm like, well, we literally have three different tomorrows. Like which tomorrow are you talking about? (laughs) You're already in tomorrow. When I'm in my tomorrow, you're in your, the next day. And Katie's in the day before tomorrow. Like what? Like it's like in the next 24 hours, are we talking about hour five? I don't care what time it is in the next 24 hours, Mm -hmm. hour one, from now plus 24, which one of those hours do you want? 
Like I will get up at two in the morning. I don't care. Just let, just tell me. And it makes me feel like I'm like an absolute, they, they, they look at me like I'm an idiot. I'm like, you guys, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I can't process it. Do it. Can't do it. I can't do it. You are, you're living in, well, ah, yeah, we've, we've, we've dealt with this before, like dealing with where you, when you're trying to do stuff in advance, cause you're working in the future, but it's the past and you're trying, yeah. you know, you're, you're trying to keep your verbs, right. You're trying to reference things and you forget it's crazy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I'm sure that is ridiculous with those girls. I mean, it's like y'all figure it out and, and just ping me. Yeah. You want <laughs> right. me but if I do that, I'll never get pinged. No. So I got, I got to like stay on them, you know? And then, oh so, we're, so we're recording an episode. We recorded an episode yesterday actually wow. with Sandy and Leah with Rick Leventhal and Kelly Dodd. And it was awesome because yeah. they're, they're great friends. It was awesome. But when we got done, when we got done, shut everything off, stop recording. And Sandy's like, we may have to edit some of that out. I'm like, yeah, you think? I mean, maybe. It that's was awesome. That's always the, the best, best stuff. Dang it. The best stuff. Right? So yeah. we're saving that in the vault, not telling anybody. But mm -hmm. <laughs> no, that. we deleted it. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. That's awesome. No. All right, so you're you're back in the 402 tomorrow. As we speak. Like I'm literally, it's 8:40 your time, eight whatever, 8:50, 7:50. As soon as we're done, I'm going to take a shower and go nine nine. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I got to be back by noon tomorrow in our time zone. So, mm. so tomorrow's episode will probably be released late too. Mm -hmm. You'll be probably slightly hammered again. <laughs> Possibly, I don't know. <laughs> It's, I don't feel like I am. I might be, Whatever. I'm not sure. I may be beyond it. I'm not sure. It might be too late. The point when you could probably end up drinking like anybody the point where you could drink infinite and the, you won't change your. <laughs> it's, it, it isn't, it's not going to, it's not going to make me say things that I wouldn't regularly say anymore. Cause I've kind of reached that point where I'm like, screw it. I'm saying like whatever. Anyway. I don't yeah. care if I've had a drink or not. <laughs> so, <laughs> it just kind of smooths out the edges that's all whatever <laughs> that's right anyway uh before we go any further we should say thanks to centrist federal credit union yes we should yes and by the way starting in may they're kind of pushing a really cool deal when you get on their website and you can check out some of the stuff they have going on but they have financial education for adults and for the kids so you want to check this out. This would be like things that, uh, you know, of course, adults are dealing with buying houses, buying groceries, paying for the car, et cetera. But it's also important to start teaching the kids about money early. And so talking about budgeting, the value of money, how to save. We've talked about some of those things before. Where do you start? Well, you can visit fin their financial wellness center. It's it's on their website, uh, federally insured NCUA. You're going to get all the great details uh, from the right people. Quick little modules that are a great place to start building financial responsibility. Hmm, there you yeah. go. And uh, with this whole savings thing too, mm -hmm. um, I know I've talked about this before about how the kids have learned in the last couple of years to have a savings account for emergencies. So Bennett took his car in, his starter wasn't working. I, we talked about the terrible customer service. And yes. I have an, a, a in addition to that terrible customer service story that I will talk about probably tomorrow okay. um, it, or the next day or whatever, uh, that whole dealership is terrible. Anyway, so, <laughs> but yeah, so Bennett went to another dealership and had, he got his car, he had needed brakes and a starter, 1200 bucks. And he's like, and he's like, I told him to go ahead and do it because I have money in my savings. 
my emergency savings. I'm like, you, I was like, I almost, he, he FaceTimed me while we were in the middle of recording yesterday. So we stopped and we talked and I like teared up. Cause I'm like, this is like, you're, a, that's crazy. That's way more responsible than you are. A hundred percent. It's like, dude, you are so far ahead of the game right now. Yeah. But then he FaceTimed yeah. me today on a kayak in Zerinsky without a shirt, holding a bass without well, a life jacket. It's, it's very similar to taking the whole baseball team on a helicopter ride or right. whatever that was. That you I did. mean, that's exactly what I did. Yes. <laughs> Individual, so, three people at a time. Yeah. Still a little acorn right by the tree. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so go to centrusfcu.org or 402-334-7000. <laughs> All right. So what stories do we have that are out there? I know what I was going to ask you about. Okay. First, I want to, first, first, I'm going to dive into a, a Nicholas Cage story. Because you know, I'm I'm always I'm always there for him. I'm always there for Nick Cage, even though he was putting out some crap movies, uh, one after another. It's kind of like, in in a sad way, in a sad way, because the you know the whole Bruce Willis thing, uh, putting out some some movies, and that that was sad because I I don't know why that happened because you know he was right on the right on the edge of where he couldn't make movies anymore. Yeah. Right. Um, so I don't know if that was a, a family thing that they were trying to, I don't know. I, I have no idea, but it was sad. Nick Cage though went through that same period and, and it's been for a few years. <laughs> He's been making some really crappy movies, but we know he was having some financial difficulties and he finally, there's a story that just came out today and talked about it. And he said, I get it. I know I took some crummy roles. I had $6 million in debt. He was overinvested, he says, overinvested in the real estate market. And about 10, 12 years ago, he took a huge hit. And he said, listen, it wasn't because I spent 80 bucks on an octopus. <laughs> what does that even mean? Because because everybody was talking about all the stuff, the dumb stuff that he bought. He, he was on 60 Minutes. That's I mean, why. 80 bucks for an octopus seems well, cheap. I would assume an octopus would be expensive. Right, but people were giving him crap that he was buying all this this dumb shit, and that's why he was in in so much trouble financially. Yeah. It was he's like I was seriously over invested in real estate, and the real estate market crashed. I didn't get out in time. I was six million in debt. So he said what he did was he said I never had to file bankruptcy, but I took some crappy rolls so that I could dig back out. And I was like, you know, that's awesome. You got to kind of give him credit <laughs> so, so for him coming out to say that I have a whole new level of respect for him. Cause it's like a normal person like us saying like, okay, on the weekends, I'm going to deliver for Amazon because I'm strapped and need more money. I mean, that's it awesome. Sucks. I love that. Right. Love that. It, yeah, it so. wasn't that he was making bad decisions. He was intentionally just taking the money where he could get it because he didn't want to file for bankruptcy and, and granted he did. Okay. Wait, let me find this little, this little place here where it says uh, he did have to sell his Bavarian castle. I mean, okay. That maybe <laughs> I would have maybe sold that before I did these movies, but that's fine. And then he had to turn over the stolen dinosaur skull that he bought for $275,000 in 2007. Okay. So, he, so that was a loss. Um, but he says, ultimately, Ultimately, things are back on track. And for people that are wondering about National Treasure, where's the next the next sequel for National Treasure? Because I love that series. I love that. What is it? Trilogy, I think. But they want it there, or maybe they're second and they're looking for the third, whatever it was. I think it's a duology and they're looking Duolo for it's, trilogy. It's two and they, they yeah, whatever. So they want the next one. He couldn't do it because 
at the time he was trying to make enough money and he didn't have the time to commit to that level of a movie mm-hmm. where he would be gone because he was trying to take care of his mom so she wouldn't have to go into a facility Ugh. and have people that could take care of her at home. I mean, he's saying all the right things. My I'm heart is full. I, My heart I'm, is full. I'm, I'm like said this. Now I feel terrible for saying his last movie about whatever Dracula is garbage. Like I feel terrible. <laughs> I hated that movie when he was on the motorcycle. The right. motorcycle, that dumb motorcycle ghost rider thing. Ghost rider. Yeah. I can't, I never watched it, but it just looks stupid. And it just, and then it went downhill from there. It was just a bunch of crap movies. So but not, now that knowing that the story and the reason why he did this stuff, dude, do all those movies, the terror movies, all you need to do. And I would even go to the yep. theater to support you knowing that that's what you're doing. I'm going to watch him now. I'm going to, yes. I'm going to watch him just so I can give him some love, give him Good some reps. Him. Right. So I think um, I'm just glad to see that came out today. So, yay. I knew I was good. I ha- I was hanging with the right team. So I'm happy. Yeah, no, that's good. <sighs> and then the other thing I had to ask you about, I know I know what the answer is going to be, but I have to ask anyway, because I haven't he- heard you say it out loud. Do you know anything about the TV show Love is Blind? Is it a joke? No. Yes. I'm serious. You do? Okay. 100%. I don't, I don't watch the show, but I know a lot about it because we produce shows that of people that talk about it. So I feel like I watch it, but it's a, one of the biggest shows in the country right now. And, um, do you uh, know what the premise is to this? Um, well, Am I, I think, slurring? I feel like I'm slurring. No, I'm I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> but I'm also tired. So I might be here hearing slurs. I don't, it's just late. I do feel like that. that was slurry. Yeah. Okay, no, anyway, go ahead. Okay. I don't, I mean, I, I think, I think it's like they, people meet whatever and they don't see each other till the very end. Like you, you, build a relationship without seeing someone. And then at the end you meet, like, I don't know. Yeah. I think so. And that's the one that has Nick Lachey mm-hmm. and his wife, Vanessa. And apparently the reunion, according to Samantha Bush from hot off the mess, the reunion a couple weeks ago was a disaster. Like her whole episode was about how Vanessa Lachey was like a terrible host. I don't know what happened, but like, she's like, what Something happened with Vanessa Lachey. I think what it, well, a little bit that I saw, there was a story that came out because Nick Lachey, Vanessa, whatever, Vanessa, Vanessa Marcel, right? Was that her name? Vanessa? Uh, probably. I don't know. Vanessa. Isn't she the one, Vanessa, that was married to like, I mean, all the guys. Oh, wait, hold on. Now I got to look it up because I don't know for sure. Anyway, um, apparently in the, they said that, okay, they said you find out what kind of people they are. They're really good with the Netflix executives and really good with selling their show. But if they're not scripted, they really suck. And I'm like, oh, okay. And apparently the finale or that reunion show, they were not scripted. And they okay. shouldn't be. Like if you're a reality and you're doing a reunion show or any reality, whatever, shouldn't be scripted, especially a reunion show. Like you're getting reactions from people. That can't be scripted. Right. It's Vanessa Manila too. It's not that Vanessa that I was oh. thinking of. But anyway, um, but anyway apparently she had said some things and she was pressuring some of the couples about having kids and, and there were some fertility issues or things that she wasn't, she didn't know about, but it was like, people were like, you know, in this day and age, people know better. You shouldn't say things like that because you don't know what's going on with people. Nanya, nanya, nanya business, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I'm like, Oh yeah. 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 None your business. None you know, the, you don't be asking questions like that. It's not like the old days, right? Yeah. It's like, where are the grandkids? Why aren't you guys having babies? You know, and that was that whole, I, I guess that's kind of where it came from. But there is a chance that they may not be back. 
Yeah, I mean, there's they may some, be out. There's been some backlash, and so I don't. It wouldn't surprise me. So, yeah. I wonder who they would bring in. To, yeah, some of these some of these re- reviews uh, are pretty harsh, and and it just was in like oh the daily. I love the Daily Mail sometimes um, because they are so trashy, but they're yeah. fun. Um, but they had all of the all the reviews hitting up on that, and it was like oh okay, I got. And I think I think they've been part of the show for a while, so it's like mm-hmm. if, if she made a mistake, like okay, you don't necessarily need to fire them. Just like she could apologize or whatever and get past it. Not anymore. It's cancel. Everybody gets canceled. Anymore. Yeah. You can't, you can't apologize. <laughs> you can't apologize. is not even in the dictionary anymore. I don't think. No, you can't apologize. You can't apologize, learn and grow from anything. You get canceled. Uh-uh. No. Nope. And, if you and actually, wrong, and the next step is you get peed on. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's well, there you go. And then you, then you've got a whole nother conspiracy theory right there yeah. <laughs> anyway. And then the final story I'm going to go to is that it's sad, but it's also brings some happy memories. Uh, Len Goodman passed away from dancing with the stars and, and he had been happened. sick for a minute, right? What's that? He had been sick for a minute. Yeah. I was looking back through his story and remember he stepped away to, to spend more time with his family. Right. Mm-hmm. But he died from bone cancer. He was in hospice. And he passed away three days before his 79th birthday. This was on April 22nd when he passed away. And his birthday would have been today, right? The 25th. Oh, wow. Yeah. The tw- as we record, we're recording this on the 25th. So he just passed away three days shy of his 79th birthday. Um, and it was, he was in hospice at the time. And, and um, but that's part of the reason he stepped away. He had some other things too that were going on, I think, at the time when he stepped away. But he's several seasons of Dancing with the Stars, uh, with Bruno and Carianna Naba. Tom Bergeron, how Tom Bergeron, there's a story about how he found out about it. He woke up in the morning two or three days ago when he after after Len had passed away and he got a text from his sister, so sorry to hear about Len. Oh, that's sad. That was the first thing he heard about that, it. Yeah. That's really uh, sad. You would I think mean, he would have gotten notified before I it went mean, to the press. I mean, you would think, but I mean, you hear those stories all the time where somebody's like, the first time I heard about whatever was in the news or on Twitter or whatever. But yeah, that's sad. Yeah. I felt bad for him because he he got canceled. Yeah. Essentially a few years ago. Um, but anyway, the rest of them, there were a lot of great little memories you'll see more stuff, I'm sure. And, and probably when dancing with the stars come back, what 31 seasons, I think total. Um, and Bruno had a really nice video that he put up uh, Derek Huff did something as well. And there'll, there'll be others, no doubt. And, he, and I'm sure, you know, some of your shows will have comment too about. Lamb, yeah. Right. Well, um, so ironically today, Sandy and Leah, Leah is a, we have said this before. She's an amazing, amazing singer. And she had mentioned it today and that she worked on dancing with the stars for five seasons for the first five seasons as a backup singer. I didn't even know that was a thing, but when they're, <laughs> when the band is playing and they have people singing, she was, I think there were three singers and she was one of the singers for the first three years or That's four years crazy. of the show. I do yeah. kind of remember, especially the finals. It's right, like if you, if you, you, you can see the band kind of in the yeah. shadows or whatever, and there are yeah. people obviously singing. Yeah, and she was one of them. And they um, didn't really highlight them. No, they were but totally in the cool. background. Yeah, and she how said he was cool. a great guy, and she didn't know him very well, but you know, it was a nice guy, and it was oh kind goodness. of a sad deal. Yeah, I was, I was, I was just sad to hear that. I was just like, dang it. And seventy nine is young, and he said his dad died at seventy nine. He predicted, not predicted, but he had suggested 
because he, he'd gone through some other health scares as well. And he had suggested something about, because his dad died at 79. And mm-hmm. he said, if I go suddenly at 79, like my dad. What? That's that crazy. Bad, that wouldn't be a bad thing because I've had a, fen- a phenomenal life. And his life story is really cool because it starts off poor and, and learning how to dance. And it talks about some of the things he did because his, his, I think it was his dad or, or family member. They had like a market and produce at a market. And his job was to make sure the fruit and vegetables looked like they were fresh. <laughs> like, like turn them over, hide the bruises. Um, right. As a kid, as a little kid. And then he started learning how to dance and then became the phenomenon that he was. So uh, reading his whole story, but he had a couple other health issues the last few years, but nothing serious, nothing that really compromised him until this last one, the bone cancer. Yeah. That's kinda, sad. Kinda did. So that was sad. But anyway, yeah. so those are my stories. That's all I got. I mean, that's all, yeah, I got. That's, I, the, all I got is I need to go do laundry, take a shower and go to bed. <laughs> It's basically all I got. Save it for the pod. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. If you're not subscribed, it's subscribe to our podcast. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.